Hey, we got a very special episode for y'all today. This is Men and Melanin. What's good? What's good with you? It's your boy Chris Golf. Yeah. It's your boy Jalen X. It's your boy Shlami V. It's Cash. Today, we will be talking about a very hot topic. We're going to be talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, it's getting hot today. It's getting hot. A menace. Steamy. A hero. <laughs> a stupid kid. Everybody has their own opinions about it. We're going to get down to ours. Shout out one time, shout out to Chris uh, narrating his first episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell us why we're talking about this. Why why you feel like we needed to discuss this? Well, first? you know, one, uh, we definitely had a follower come to us and, and tell us to talk about this topic. And I think it's a very important topic that's going on in society right now. And the justice system and just everything that's going on right now and the times that are going on, I feel like men of melanin should give their opinions and their thoughts and tell the world how we feel. Right. Uh, but first I'm going to lay out the facts of pretty much what happened in this case and then we'll go ahead and start discussing how we feel about particularly what happened. The facts. Uh, you have Kyle Rittenhouse. At the time of what happened, the incident, uh, on October 25th, 2020, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse uh, traveled from his home mm -hmm. in, in Antioch, Antioch, Illinois. Uh, I'm sorry, on the 23rd he traveled. Uh, he stayed over there the 24th, uh, and the 25th, 25th is when this all happened. Day of the incident. Yeah, day of the incident. Uh, so he was defending, him and his friends were defending a local business uh, car source uh, with AR-styled semi-automatic rifles. Okay. Uh, because, why was he defending the business? Why were they defending the businesses? Well, there was a lot of protesting going on with the rioting and looting as well okay. going on in the city of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, so they decided to defend with their AR-style semi-automatic weapons. Uh, so what was going on around the surrounding area, people were setting a fire to different, different objects, different things. A dumpster was on fire uh, next to a gas station where Kyle decided to then put his own self in harm's risk uh, to try to put out the fire at the trash can where... Sound like you paint him as a hero. Go ahead, go ahead. Him as go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, Tell go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And what happened was he was attacked by a Joseph Rosenbaum, I believe is his last name. Yeah, was pronounced. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Joe. We're just going to call him Joe. Joe. His name is definitely Joseph. Uh, I'm not going to get too far into his criminal history as some people like to, to reach and dive into that. Uh, but I will say the, the day of the incident, he was uh, checked out of a hospital for an attempted suicide attempt. Uh, I'm not going to say whether I believe that that takes a part in what happened that night or it does. Uh, I'll tell you probably later about that. Uh, but he charged Kyle. Uh, Kyle, of course, was armed with his... AR-style semi-automatic weapon, uh, and as Mr. Joseph got closer, Kyle shot him four times. Uh, Joseph then died on the scene, and Kyle stated in his defense that he was then turning himself in to the Kenosha authorities. Uh, on his way to do that, he was then attacked by a second person. Now, whether they thought he was an active shooter or they just wanted to beat him up or whichever happens. Technically, that person can't really defend himself because he is deceased. Mm -hmm. uh, he attacked Kyle with a skateboard. Uh, Kyle was disoriented and was on the ground and was attacked by a couple people. Uh, Kyle fought 
shot two shots uh, toward one person who is unidentified. They have no idea. They know he wasn't hit, uh, but he fired two shots at somebody. They kind of ran off. And uh, the second person tried to then uh, grab Kyle's firearm and try to take it off of his body because it was strapped to his, across his chest. Uh, he was then shot. Uh, he died as well on the scene. And uh, as Kyle was trying to get up, a third person then pointed a pistol at Kyle. Uh, Kyle disoriented, then shot that man in the arm, who is the last and final person who was shot that night. Uh, the only person to actually survive what happened that night. Uh, and Kyle then tried to turn himself into the Kenosha authorities, where they then redirected him because they were in the midst of trying to control a riot and a protest and all that stuff going on. Uh, Kyle later turned himself in. He got home, uh, back to his home state of Illinois, and uh, turned himself into the authorities there. Um, Kyle was charged with seven crimes at first. Two were dismissed. Uh, one was a curfew law. They kind of just went ahead and threw that one out. The second one was a minor with a dangerous weapon. Uh, Kyle carrying his AR-style semi-automatic weapon. Some, many, would actually think that that would be considered a dangerous weapon. It's not a regular gun. It's not. It's not a regular pistol. Uh, it's definitely semi-automatic. Uh, but what, what happens with it is the fact that in America, we do have Second Amendment law, which, you know, gives people the right to bear arms. Facts, because I got one. It's cool. Uh, in the backpack. But in the... Right now. <laughs> Straight In the penal code, <laughs> especially in the state of Wisconsin, uh, a, dangerous weapon, a dangerous weapon is classified as a weapon uh, with a barrel longer than... No, I'm sorry. A short arm barrel, mm. which is shorter than 16 inches. Kyle's rifle was measured uh, during the case and everything, and it appeared to be longer than 17 inches. So that also got dismissed as well in the court case. Uh, he was then also charged with a couple of other crimes during the time. Uh, first What's degree, recklessness, homicide. Okay. Uh, count one. He's also charged with first degree reckless endangerment of safety. Count two. Uh, and then he was also charged with the same crime twice uh, due to the incident where he had shot his first victim uh, and there were people around so they believed that he was dangerously firing in a crowd. Uh, and then also the second charge of the same crime where he fired two shots off at the person that kind of was around him and attacking him as well, the unidentified suspect. Uh, Three counts. So no, that, that's just the two. Oh, that's just the of two. the endangerment. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and then he got one count of first degree intentional homicide. All right. And then also. That's fourth count intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, attempted. Up. He also got a count of uh, attempted homicide, first degree attempted. Okay. Uh, so. The jury for that case was put out and it was seven white women, four white men, and one man of color. Now that man of color is unidentified, of course. Now that could be a, a black man, an Indian man, a Hispanic man, pretty much anything under the sun. Uh, so he's not black. He's not black. 
We don't know. Uh, you know, Kenosha, and you know, juries are picked by you know population and everything like yeah. that. It's kind of hard to to pick. Uh, you know, the population is mostly yes. It, the population in Kenosha is uh, seventy nine point three percent white only males. Eleven point five African American. Eleven point five African American only. Uh, you know, they let Kyle. They they narrowed down the the jury selections. Uh, and they let Kyle pick the actual 12 jurors uh, out of a hat. Uh, when they start doing that? <laughs> right. Where they that at? ever been like a law against it. Uh, I mean, it's not like he got to pick his jury. He just so happened to randomly. So no, why would they start doing that? You know, I ain't never heard of that. that yep. This is kind of the first time it's ever really been seen. Wow. Like that. That's true. Uh, <laughs> we know. We'll look up. If yeah. anybody knows if there are any precedents set between how they pick juries in Kenosha. Please let us. Maybe it's some information that we don't know. But go yeah. ahead. So we got the counts. We missed the last two counts. So count six was possession of a dangerous weapon. And then Which count. But I already discarded those because I said those were dismissed. Oh, and then count seven, failure to comply with emergency order from state or local government. Yeah. Those are the two that were discarded. Copy. Uh, so as we all know now, uh, who were his victims, or the victims? Because he ain't had no victims, because he obviously got off. So who were the victims? Who were the bodies? <laughs> right? Who were the bodies? Well, we got, got him right here. It's a Gage Gross Kriats. Sorry, Gage, to the family. Um, it's an individual we can't pronounce the name. Twenty-seven-year-old protester from West Alice. He was wounded, not killed. Yeah, he was the one that had the pistol. Joseph Rosenbaum, 36-year-old guy from Kenosha, he was dead. Um, and the first guy. Anthony Huber was a 26-year-old guy from Silver Lake, Wisconsin, and he died as well. And Kyle was found not guilty on all charges. Of all charges. I do want to send my condolences to the, to the victims. To the victims as well. Of course. To the people of Kenosha. So, man. What's the question? Kyle Rittenhouse. How do y'all feel about everything that happened? How do y'all feel about the... The facts. You got some bodies on there. Right? Already. We're at strike dog. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you do you see? I know we don't see him as a hero. Uh, do you see him as a menace, or do you see him as a as a stupid kid? Do you think he should be locked up for what is pretty much the greater part of his young adult life? Mm -hmm. uh, because if he would have been found guilty of these charges, he was they were right. like 60, yes, 60 year charges. Especially like the first degree homicides, right. intentional homicides, he's going, right. he going away. But do you believe that he committed homicide? I wasn't there. I'm just going off of what we, what we the facts we got, you know, off the research we done. However, though, it feels a different color. Would, would they have gotten those same, like, charges well you know at that point in time it has a lot to do with the jury and uh the prosecution and the defense uh the judge has something to do with it too but that has to do with the sentencing because from what i've seen the judge was feeling he was dismissing certain right. stuff the judge felt like but he you, was you real gotta, biased, you gotta, you gotta, very biased. Gotta, the judge was damn near glad that he got off you gotta, you, know you, gotta, what I'm you gotta understand the fact that the judge only handles the sentence the judge can't determine whether but he's guilty or not. The judge guides to make like, sure that things are happening in the courtroom, how they're supposed to happen. You can't act like so we, right, can, but we can't I mean, pretend like the judge doesn't we, have a Are we going to blame the judge? Role. Are we going to blame his it's prosecution? A, I mean, it's, a, it's everybody. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I, what, right? Who's, who's courtroom? Who's courtroom? It's the judge's courtroom. It's the judge's courtroom, but he can't decide whether a man is guilty or innocent. Right, right. fact. Just like your mama got her house right. That's her house. You're going to buy by the house. And rules. You may do your other stuff, but you're going to still 
following the rules in that house, right? This is what I'll say. When I looked at the charges, I felt like, and like I said, we don't know who the prosecution is. I felt like, damn near like the charges, they were shooting too high. Um, because like it was a crazy situation because he technically in senses was attacked in certain ways. Um, um, maybe the charges that they were trying to give him were way too high to be successful. Right. You see what I'm saying? Maybe they should have went for some other charges, but they did. They went for the dangerous weapon charge. They they went for the um, emergency. He didn't follow, comply with the emergency order. You know what I'm saying? So maybe all they had was homicide. Well, the thing is... Maybe there's a manslaughter in there that they could have gotten. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not as abreast with the law and what with, the prosecution could have went there after. Being, with there being different states and different rules, uh, for those of you that don't know, I do have a prior background in law enforcement. Uh... And the laws are a little bit different in each state. Each state has their own, pretty much their law book. Uh, but the issue here is the fact that when it comes to dishing out crimes, it's all about intent. And there's a couple words when it comes to the penal code that that really set the bar for the, what degree it'll end up. What is degree it'll end up? And uh, with a lot of those charges, it had to do since they were reckless charges and not like just intentional homicide. It was mm -hmm. always reckless. Right, reckless homicide. Uh, at that point in time, it has, he has to have an utter disregard for, for lives, lives, for human lives. And if you're being attacked, you can't technically say, oh, he had no regard for human lives. It's not a drive-by. It's not, you know, him just going in the middle of the street and just firing off his weapon, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because I try to put myself in his shoes in, in that particular time. It's, if I'm caring, you wouldn't even make it to Kenosha. First of all, you're right. First of all, I wouldn't. First of all, one, I wouldn't have went to Kenosha. No, you wouldn't have made it to Kenosha walking with a firearm. Let's 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 make sure that we, we establish yeah. that difference. Okay. okay. You wouldn't have made it to listen, Kenosha. Listen. Then after uh, shots fired, you damn sure wouldn't have made it back. And well, just, just put on record, I do have a a, a background in good from shoulders up. Very we ain't never seen you from the shoulders up. <laughs> Keila, you seen Barry from the shoulders up? I mean, we I ain't seen Barry from the shoulders up. I take his word for it. That's your dog. Here's my thing. If, 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 as a person that has a firearm and you have your firearm license, right? And if somebody comes at you and tries to take your firearm, are you gonna not shoot them? Does you he have a pistol whip them? Does he have a firearm? No. He had a firearm. No. The, per the person that's trying to take him. No, no. In your scenario. The only person that had. No, because they didn't have a firearm. The only person that had a firearm was the last person that was wounded. I'm mean, gonna shoot him, but I'm gonna make sure he. So if somebody's reaching for your firearm with the, the possibility. How close is he? Well, in the video, as you. If, he was pretty close. You saw the video. He shot he's within arm's blank. range. He shot him from point blank. So, I mean, are you are you just gonna. You shot him from point. So, but then you have to go off. If he was able to stop him and then pull the gun and shoot him, he may not have to shoot him. Think about that, though. He said what? Nah, he can. He, if, he he look, had, if he had time to, if somebody's trying to take your firearm, and if he had time to take it out and shoot somebody. It's not a pistol. True. This is my thing. Yeah, he had a whole. It was round. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was, it was right here. Military style. That was true. That was right on his shoulder. So I mean, you gotta you gotta ask yourself: If somebody's trying to take my firearm, because I know when they 
when they teach us, if somebody's trying to actively take your firearm, that at that point in time, that is that is wishing to cause Harm. serious bodily injury. My question is, why does he have a gun? I mean, I know the law, you know, the laws are like set, you know, open carry, but why? Why? What he why? What he why? Well, you know, a lot of people get away with the fact that they do all the hunting that they do, so they end up getting these semi-automatic firearms. Why does he need a military uh, style gun? He's 17 in Kenosha. Why does he need that? He not in no trenches. You don't. You don't need that to go kill a deer. You, you don't. You don't. Yeah, you know, if, you, if you if you well if you hunting like boar, or if you hunting and like hogs, oh, you need an AR. You ain't gonna do nothing with them. One in a rifle or twenty two, that ain't gonna do nothing. This is what I say, dude. He got the right to carry the weapon. I think. You know, in the, we get all down into the details. We can try to separate the details from the context of the situation. Yes. But if we don't understand the context, the context of the situation leans me to believe the things that I believe. And the context of the situation was the reason why they were protesting in uh, Wisconsin is because of the Jacob Blake shooting. If you don't know about the Jacob Blake shooting, Jacob Blake was a black man that was being apprehended by the police. Um, uh, supposedly he had a knife. Um, he was walking away from the police, reached into his car, and then was shot seven times. He was paralyzed, wasn't murdered, right? But this is also, this is months after George Floyd. This is months after Breonna Taylor. So communities everywhere are, are rioting, looting. They're yeah. sick of, you know, where, this is surrounding the conversation around police brutality and right. whether police should have the right to use such lethal force. And, and do they more times than not use that lethal force for brown and black people versus for white people? So answer, answer this for me though. The group that he was going with, they formed on Facebook, right? Correct. And majority of that group was Caucasian. Well, most of Kenosha is Caucasian. Correct. Yes, they was white. So that's yes, they was white. Do you think if a group of black men formed a group with those type of guns, will they be able to travel? As far as they they move, did, of course they not, of course not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to justify the fact that you know if they were black, that things would not be different because I, I definitely do believe. But you're just arguing was this man guilty? I mean, this yes, is really what it's about. So, so I want, I want to definitely get that straight. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I do believe the fact that self-defense was what was happening here in this situation. Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to advocate. Uh, a young teen spending the rest of his life in jail after somebody attacked him and he decided to defend himself. Now, do I think it was a smart idea for him to go out there and try to play vigilante? No. And that's the issue, Chris. White men get to play vigilante and get away with the shit. And this is my thing. I don't know that people, myself, that black people want unjust or unlawful things to happen to white people. I don't think that's the desire. I think the desire is for us to have justice across the board, right? So if this man can, if this man can travel across the line, if this man can travel in front of police officers while there's looting and all kind of violence happening with an assault rifle, and then travel back in front of officers, right? But Jacob Blake can't walk to his car with a knife, which is a less dangerous weapon than the gun he had, and not get shot. You see what I'm saying? That's the first, issue. First, first, Our, of all, first of all, one, you, you can't compare the two situations because those are two completely different situations. When the police are telling you to stop, that's what you do. I, I, I want to get that 
straight across the across the board. Listen, because this this is this is something that gets people hurt, right? When a police officer tells you to stop, that is what you do. Unless he is threatening your life at that point, they were the heck on Listen, listen to me. Unless he is threatening your life in a in an ungodly manner, it don't matter if he threatens you. Listen, or not. you listen to what he says because at the end of the day, Jacob Blake kept walking. So it's his. Don't listen to what I'm saying before you cut me off. Officers do not know what is in your car. They don't know what is in your house. They do not know what is on your person until you are searched. So you reaching into a car that they have no idea what is in that car. They do not see your hands. They do not see your waistband. They do not have time to wait for you to pull out a pistol. I'm sorry to let you know that, but at the end of the day, if you reach into a place where I don't know what's there or what's, what's happening, I'm going to defend myself. And am I going to give you the opportunity for you to pull a gun on me? And guess what? At the end of the day, it's all about who pulls the trigger first. Right. But like with the white boys, they be uh, fighting. They be digging. And they, they be fighting. They be wrestling. They be taking tussling and taking whoopings for they shoot. Cats get arrested all the time with dangerous weapons. I'm not saying that things don't happen differently. But you also have to think of the circumstance of how much time is there what is the weapon because y'all are talking That's some some scenario. some some, some scenarios are tussling some scenarios are knife some scenarios are people on PCP there's some all kinds of guns white boys have been arrested with guns right you're right police officer asking them to put it down please Jacob Blake didn't even get an opportunity to get the gun but you're reaching was it a gun did he comply at all was it a gun though you what's don't the, know. Officers get to take life off of assumption. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. To we me. knew the white. We listen, knew. Listen, we knew listen. Kyle Rittenhouse had an AR. That wasn't no assumption. It just like that's just like the situation with that school shooter. He over there in the school taking bodies, but when they they arrested him. Come on, bro. We you you, you going to school? You Chris. have to. You, you have to understand. Right now, so as as much as you're done with. As much as I'm trying not to. to because this this is this is an argument where I'm definitely double-sided on it. You know, me with my experience in law enforcement, I see the world in a different perspective. Me as a black man, I also see it in a whole nother different perspective. But the issue here is the fact that we try to bottle everything as if everything is one scenario, that every situation should turn out to be the same. Every city has different police procedures and rules. Every state has different laws to carry out. And we know that these laws favor the agendas of white people. Well, go ahead. <laughs> like I was saying, every situation is different. How do you explain the situation where Jacob Blake is going to get his knife, but the white dude tussling with the cop? My thing is like this, right? If you're tussling with a cop, those are your hands. Jacob, are they not your hands? I mean, yeah, they're your hands. Are you a black man wouldn't get that opportunity to tussle. tussle. He they would have had like eight bullets, the whole clip in his chest. Because they don't right. win. But, but guess, guess what? Oh, God. Guess, that's really what it is. Listen, listen, that's the whole argument, really. Listen, if we're talking about procedure versus 
what could happen or what the possibility of it could happen. No, I'm if, talking about listen, let me finish. Go ahead. Let me finish. Go ahead. Right? If I see your hands and I know you're just fighting me with your hands, as a officer, I'm not allowed to just shoot you unless you are choking me, unless at that moment I'm in fear that I'm going to die. Not serious bodily injury, that that I'm going to die. Okay, then that comes to the point where but it starts. To I get, think the biggest. It starts to get in a gray area when the unknown starts to pull. The issue in. is they're always in fear of their death when they're dealing with us. They're always in fear of their life when they're dealing with us. Because they can't whoop me. The issue is the fear, right? And where's the fear back to? They got a, a, a fear of black people. They created the fear of black people. Once they, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like we can't separate the context of who officers are, the positions that they have in the communities, and the way that they're indoctrinated to handle communities versus like the racism that's systematic in this country and where that where these ideas of, of black men being more well, fearful or black men being are more apt to harm them. Of course. And and I, I will say this, right? Of course the areas that are deemed probably more dangerous are gonna be in the inner city where their majority gonna be minority communities. But not the areas where white boys get to carry ARs. Okay. That's not dangerous. Can, can I finish my statement? I mean we all talking. <laughs> we all talking but I've I've talked. Don't kind of interrupt me. No man. Right. And the thing is, is this. Made me lose my thought. Keep what did up. I say? What was I saying? I don't know. Somebody heard The areas in the but, inner but, city but, are considered. Oh, yes, yes. The, the areas are in the inner city where minorities stay. Now, that is a whole other different conversation because that goes into systematic racism and how everything was put into play to have us in these communities and how these communities are underfunded, uneducated, and redlining. That's a, that's a whole other different thing. Right? But you have to still understand a man with a gun is a man with a gun. Right? Now, you have two options to either comply or not to comply. Thanks, so. sir. What? Yes. So tell me this, though. Do you think, say, say if it was a situation where you had to put, I want to say your life, just say you just want to bet on the situation. Would you bet on that cops go through all their procedures, mm. or do they abide by the procedures and do what they kind of want to? Well, you can't just do what you want to, because at I the end of the day, what, did I not answer your question? You can't, you can't do what you the want. The question to. was, do, would you put your money on that cops follow all the procedures they get when in an interaction or even a traffic, even a civil traffic stop? Do they abide by the procedures they're supposed to follow, or, or do they exhaust all options before they get to lethal force? Because there is, I'm asking, there is. No, there's procedures they're supposed to follow in every yes, situation. Yes, there's procedures. So do they follow, Would you bet your money that they follow procedures, or do they? Or would you bet okay, your money that so they do not follow procedures? So we're talking about two separate things. Because it's it's like this, right? There's policies and procedures when you're driving. There's rules of the road when you're driving, right? But people drive drunk every day. You're not talking about right? But you're talking about but I'm trying to break this down to you because you keep talking about simple situations and then you go to an extreme. Right? You can't talk about do they follow all the rules and regulations of a traffic stop and then do they follow all rules and procedures of of use of force. Those are two separate things. That's true. Right? Because you don't follow all the rules of the road. Hey, guess what? Because you're not supposed to cross the white solid line. But guess what? I drive every day, and I see everybody cross the white solid line. But are you here? To are the officers following all the steps for the shooting us, Chris? 
Yeah, yes, no. I can't speak for every single officer, uh, and no officer okay, can speak. Okay, so off, no, off, but of, what I'm saying, off but, of what you know, would you put your money that they're following all the procedures? Yes or no? For what? You, you're talking. You're talking about no, thousands, the Jacob Blake thousands. The Jacob. The Jacob Blake situation. We watched the video. We can play it again right here. Did they follow all the listen, procedures? Listen to me. I don't know what they were getting him for. If he had a warrant That's true. or anything. Let's see if we can right? find it. But the thing is, is this, Let's see if we can right? Find if I'm telling you to stop, I don't know what his criminal history is. That also plays a 